you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome inside Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky, live in New York City. It's Monday, November 6th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. There's Kyle Brandt, rocking the Devontae Smith, rightfully so. Peter Schrager, Sean O'Hara in as well, because Jason McCourty was in the booth yesterday for Chiefs-Dolphins. A really fun game to start the day. Who knew that Texans-Vikings would deliver their simultaneous like, thriller window? And then the Eagles were really fun. The Cowboys game was great. And then the Bengals said, welcome to November. They we'll get into all the games. I'm still waiting on my Keaton Mitchell jersey, guys. Ooh. Send me that thing, too. Fast. All right. We're going to Cincinnati, and this marks the return of DeMar Hamlin. Last year was on Monday night. This is a Sunday night. Uh, in particular, the Bengals really appreciative of his presence. A lot of Bills fans there. He was inactive for the game, but he was there. It was a very cool moment. I thought it was well chronicled by all networks, including Peter on Fox. Yeah. Yep. All right. You know what was well chronicled? Joe Burrow's success against the Bills. This is yeah. going to cap the opening drive, which was a Rembrandt. Uh, it was just perfect. It was a lot like he did in the playoffs against them. Six for six, 55 yards, and a touchdown to Irv Smith Jr. In Cincinnati, on Fuego, red hot. 24 to 18. They're five and three. Oh my gosh, they've come a long way. They were 0 and three. Five and three. 24 to 18. Uh, in a game that kind of felt like they were going to win from the first five minutes. Let's yep. hear from both quarterbacks after Sunday night football. Bengals win. We're really happy with how we played the last couple weeks. We got to keep it going. You know, we were 1 and 0 this week. We got to be 1 and 0 next week too. This week means nothing. We'll come in tomorrow, watch the tape, lift, go about our business, and um, we'll go from there. Stings. Losing's never fun. Losing sucks. It's one thing, though, we're not going to let this divide us. We're going to come together. We're going to figure it out. You know, i got a lot, of, a lot of faith in the men in this locker room and the coaching staff and the guys around me, so we're going to figure it out. All right, so the Bengals hang on to beat the Bills on Sunday night. If you look at the AFC playoff picture right now as it stands, mm -hmm. every AFC North team is in, okay, in the wild card cool. spot with the Ravens, mm -hmm. with the Ravens sitting at 7-2 and two in the driver's seat of that division, though. The Bills, on the outside looking in, 
behind the Jets because of that week one loss. Fascinating AFC playoff picture right now. And uh, I think it's appropriate because it's November 6th. It's finally like, okay, we can start looking at it. We have inched yeah, in. Yeah. All right, Peter, what did you make of the Bengals last night? 6-0 and in primetime, this quarterback, over the course of his career in mm. these type of games. He's 5-1 and against uh, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen in these games. Joe Burrow just gets it done when it matters most. And it looks like the Bengals are the team we thought they were going to be before the start of the season. Remember, when they lose all these games early on, you say, well, training camp, he wasn't around. He had the calf injury. Like, this is a really good team. And they, Kyle, to your point, this this game was in doubt at times, or it was closer than it, but it felt like it could have been a 20-point win, the way the Bengals just controlled this one. The three tight ends. I didn't realize that they were going to have a three-headed monster. Let's go. Tanner Hudson, Drew Sample, Irv Smith, they combined for 10 catches and two touchdowns. They're showing different aspects of their game that maybe we didn't think they had. T. Higgins was awesome, and he had been quiet at some points in this season. I, I look at it this way for the, for the Bengals. Yes, they're in a wild-card position right now, and yes, the Ravens are rolling, and we know that the Steelers and the and the Browns are having fine seasons themselves. They just finished a three-game sweep of Seattle, San Francisco uh-huh. on the go. road, and they beat Buffalo. And they came. The Bills, they knew they had to play for everything. Like, it felt like a desperation game for the Bills, and the Bengals held them. So I, I feel like a Bengals fan this morning has feel very good, very confident. They have Houston next, which is not a gimme considering the way Houston no played. But in 10 days, they have the Ravens, and it's another chance to play the Ravens, and mm-hmm. I think that's a game that I'm circling mm-hmm. two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. That's going to be another heavyweight fight. Like mm-hmm. That's what this felt like last night with him and Josh Allen going toe-to-toe, and right the opening drives, they both kind of, hey, march right down the field, score a touchdown, Josh Allen comes right back and answers, and it's like, all right, here we go. This is the way it's going to be the rest of the night. And no, Burrow took over the game. I was so impressed with the way that Joe Burrow did it, like moving around in the pocket. He's clearly healthy. Like When you look at the way they started one and three, everybody's like, what's wrong with the Bengals? what's going on like Joe wasn't himself now you see him back-to-back weeks they beat the 49ers now all of a sudden the Bills and I like the way that they did it because it wasn't like hey it's just a Jamar Chase show other guys got involved you mentioned the tight ends you know Joe Mixon was a receiver and then T Higgins had a monster game and I think when you look at that ability right there for hey Joe to beat you with other people not not just focusing on Jamar Chase I just showed a lot of balance for them offensively, and I, and I think that's going to be good for them in the long haul. But these movement throws by Joe Burrow, that was the biggest difference yeah. for me. And and him being hobbled and being stationary in the pocket really took away a big part of his game. So uh, I, I thought this Bengals offense was physical up front. I thought their offensive line played better. Mm-hmm. This is the best we've seen them all season long, and it just kind of seems like that's their style now. Like they've been slow starters to the season the last couple of years, and it's like, all right, now it's November. Now it's moving month. Here we go. This is when we play our best ball. <laughs> At one point last night, Bro had a, um, a heating wrap on his calf, and he was gushing blood from the finger on his throwing hand, mm-hmm. and he's still just totally cool and effortless. Yeah. This felt like a huge game for the Bills. It didn't feel like that big of a game for the Bengals. <laughs> like, yeah. And I thought it was fantastic last night on NBC. Devin McCourty sat down with Jamar Chase, and he was talking about this, this alleged rivalry, and he was saying, you know, Coach Belichick used to say there should be a healthy amount of hate between the two rivals, and he asked about hate with the Bills. And Jamar Chase was like, I mean, they probably hate us, but, like, we don't really think of them that way. And it was like, that's kind of beneath us. And it's true, and they've played that way a couple times in a row. I think now with last night, I think we are arrived in the AFC with, with a big four, and it's exciting. you got Baltimore for sure, mm-hmm. Kansas City, Cincinnati, and I think Jacksonville, who's off this mm-hmm. week. I think, I think that is your big four. I, I can't put Miami in there. I can't put Buffalo in there. And then the other guys, we'll see where they land. I just uh, a word on Buffalo. It's bad right now. Like this five and four, that's not where they've ever really been in this Josh Allen prime era. Five straight games for Allen with an interception. So like the offense is people and people are lighting torches for Ken Dorsey. 
21 points allowed in the first half is the most in two years by the defense. They're dropping like flies. Like, Terrell Bernard leaves the game last night. They already lost Milano for the year. And every time I watch the Bills play for the last three weeks, I'm like, when is the bye coming? Can this team get a week off? When can they rest and recover? It's not coming. They still have three more games. Wow. It's a week 13 bye. They still got to play the Jets. They got to play the Eagles. That's before they get the week off. And they're like, I look at the Bills and like their battery is like the tiniest sliver of red. And it's like, we already went to low power mode at 20%. We went to low power mode at 10%. It's like, turn the flashlight off to go to airplane mode. They don't really have any juice. And they try to do the Josh thing to Diggs. And it's a good, it's just not enough. That's what I would say about this Bills team. It is not enough. The injuries, injuries have been really bad on deep. They just, they're not one of the top AFC teams right now. I named the four mm -hmm. until we see differently. That's the team. Cincinnati looks great. They look great. They can win the whole thing this year. Burrow looked tough. He looked methodical, yeah. but it was orchestrated and it was also electric at times. You know, that post-game interview that Patrick Mahomes did, I think it aired on NBC where he told Peter King, he was like, the offense is going to get right. Yeah, the defense yeah. is carrying us. I will promise you fix it. Yeah. What are the Bills promising us with what they need to get right? Is it the defense? Is it the offense? It does feel like several units are having an issue in Buffalo. What's interesting about the Bills and their very late season break is that they had an opportunity to do it after yeah. London. Sure. Teams are gifted the opportunity to take their bye after an international mm. game, which would have been week five, mm. I believe. They opted out of it. and yeah. then, So maybe in hindsight, yeah. that would have been the best Should break for the, the Bills. No um, exactly. Not that you can see what would happen to them coming, but it, it is interesting to see that it like is that. Josh has been saying that for like four weeks in a row now, too. Like, we're going to get it figured we're gonna out. Get it right. Right? We're going to get it right. Yeah, right. We'll get it. it hits different when we'll Mahomes says it versus Josh yeah. Allen at this point because there's a lot of, there's a couple of issues there. Ian Rappaport, good morning to you. He is our NFL Network insider this morning. Ian, unfortunately, again, we lead a Monday with some injury news that we need to discuss. That's right. We'll start with Daniel Jones, the Giants starting quarterback, made his triumph return back to the starting lineup after several weeks of dealing with a neck injury and now faces a prospect of being out for the season. Sources tell me and colleague Mike Garofalo that the fear is that Daniel Jones suffered a torn ACL. You're seeing him go down right there. It, that actually was the second play for Daniel Jones. Injured his knee the first play, stayed in, thought he was going to be okay, went down, realized he simply could not do it. He's going to have an MRI today to learn the full picture, but likely outcome is he is done for the year. Pretty crushing. Uh, they probably will sign a backup quarterback. Also have Matt Barkley along with Tommy DeVito on the practice squad, but certainly some work to do there for the Giants. Meanwhile, Jalen Hurts, the Eagles starting quarterback, we have seen hobbled the last basically month or so. He's got a knee brace on. He's dealing with a knee injury. Seemed to aggravate it yesterday. My understanding was going into the game, it was a basically a bruise, a knee contusion. We'll see if he exacerbated this. And, of course, Hurts, as he does, didn't miss a play, didn't want to talk about it, did say the bye comes for him at the right time. And then there is his standout tight end, Dallas Goddard. Sources say he suffered a forearm fracture. He's going to have an MRI and some more tests, but my understanding is he is expected to have surgery likely as soon as today. The hope is when that happens, Goddard will be out about four weeks, so a, a uh, injured reserve designated to return candidate. They believe he'll be back sooner rather than later. I guess that is good news for the Eagles with Dallas Goddard. You hate to lose a weapon like that midseason, but if his return is promising, then that's good for the Eagles offense. Rap Sheet, thanks right. so much. Talk to you in a little bit.
from Ian Rappaport somewhere in New York to Germany. Oh, yeah. Take you to Germany. Jason McCourty, <laughs> it all, were on the call yesterday on NFL Network for one of the most, if not the most, anticipated matchups. Is Jason going to be one of those tables? What, what are we doing here? We're just so. zooming in on one of those cafes. Because it course. is about midday there. It's and, like a liquid uh, lunch to me. for a beer and a pretzel. Beautiful beer. Uh, Jason McCourty, we miss you. Good morning to you, our friend. How's it going over there? Yeah. Good morning. I'm coming in. Well, good afternoon here in Frankfurt. I just wanted to let you guys know this is my two-week notice. I've been talking to a company here in Germany. I'm uh -huh. going to be broadcasting soccer games, handball, every oh. sport that they have. It's a lucrative contract. It's been so amazing here in Frankfurt. I've made new friends, a new team of people. As much as I love you guys, sometimes you have to leave some behind to move forward. So just wanted to let you guys know in person. Here. That was quick. Brubal, Brubal. What did he last, one year? Yeah. He's going to come back here and wave his handball Emmy in our face. Good. Jason, foosball. you guys sounded great. You this is the new thing. Foosball. That's Jason, you were awesome, man. Very yeah, good. you were awesome. We're going to talk about the game, but Jason's there. We just wanted to get eyeballs on McCourty. Here we go. It's Vikings, Falcons. It was Taylor Heineke, Jaron Hall day. That's because Kirk Cousins was injured last week. So Hall started. But then Joshua Dobbs had to come in because Hall uh, suffered a concussion in the game. And Dobbs, who arrived on Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, traded from Arizona, barely knew anybody's name, was being given play calls by Kevin O'Connell as the game was unfolding, staged an unbelievable comeback. Arthur Smith is dumbfounded, rightfully so. I cannot believe that happened to either team, frankly. Vikings win this one 31-28. Joshua Dobbs, 20 for 30 for a buck 50, and he also ran for 66 yards. Wow, impressive win. Let's stick with the purple theme here. We're going from the Vikings to the Ravens. That man right there, Lamar Jackson, a.k.a. Action Jackson. Yes, Jericho. Keaton Mitchell with a 40-yard touchdown. The undrafted rookie out of East Carolina shregs. Yeah, it's fair. It was a Michael Keaton movie to shout out. Night shift. Night shift? Night shift. Him, Henry Winkler. Right, baby. Crimes out of a uh, funeral home. Okay, here we go. Let's do this. This is uh, Tampa Buccaneers. Bucks are going to have a classic Baker Mayfield comeback win. C.J. Stroud says no doubt. Guys, C.J. Stroud did for 470 and 5. Unbelievable game. Ian Eagle with the Texans Buccaneers assignment, yeah. and it worked out. Oh, yeah. We'll talk more Stroud later. Dak Prescott lit it up last week against the Rams, but this is the big dog. The Eagles win a really, really entertaining fourth quarter game in which the Cowboys were there on the doorstep and couldn't get it in. 28 to 23. Let's hear from an always very smooth, very composed Jalen Hurts after going eight and one. What an incredible win. What a incredible sense of perseverance and resilience from this team. Still have yet to play our, play the complete game. We're so hungry and eager to, to continue to grow and build upon the things that we've been able to do. But just way to show up in the end. You know, obviously had some things that we want back defensively, offensively, um, and on special teams. But it's always about finding a way. I'm sure some of their opponents would want some of the games back, but the Eagles sit 8-1. and one. They've beat eight teams getting to this situation despite according to Jalen Hurts not playing the complete game yet. The state of the Eagles, Peter, as they hold on for dear life at the end against a divisional opponent. Now eight and one. You mentioned it. Eight and one, four and oh at home this season, um seventh straight home win, including the playoffs going back to last year. 
complete game, but gosh, is it, it, it was a battle. Mm. And Dak gave him his best, I think. That's as good as you're going to see Dak Prescott. 374 yards, three touchdowns, and the Eagles had an answer every single time. But it is a war of attrition in this league, and when you see that Bradbury goes down, then Slay goes down, then Goddard has to miss some time now. Hurts is struggling out there with an injury. These guys are warriors, and they are so hard to beat, and they are so hard to beat in Philly. My just takeaway is they have earned every single one of these victories. It hasn't been blowouts. It hasn't been necessarily Picasso's, but they play. They play tough, and you know what? They live to fight another day, and now an even harder stretch of their schedule begins. This is where they've got the Chiefs, the Bills. They've got, of course, the Niners. It's coming, and you know what? I think they're battle-tested in this game like this. This shows that this team can beat anybody, any place, especially in that building right there. And they'll play the Cowboys again yeah. towards the end of the season in Dallas, of course, and Michael Parsons mentioned that. Like, I'm not going to give you guys any fodder mm. after the game. We'll just play them again, and we'll hopefully mm-hmm. it'll go differently. We're going to talk about the game again. Speaking of, at the top of the next hour, we're going to football. Coming up, though, the Chiefs did not disappoint their fans that were arrived in Germany, both abroad and those who already lived there. We're going to break down everything from that game with some of the crew in Germany after the break. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. You know, hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome back to Good Morning Football. I hate y'all for making me do this right now. Oh, well. <laughs> Let's go to Allegiant Stadium. That's my man AP, Antonio Pierce, hugging it out with Mark Davis, who basically gave him the job because he said, we 
believe in ourselves that we can beat anybody. All right, Daniel Jones back in his first game since week five. This is not good right here. Trying to avoid Max Crosby, who gets his thir- one of his three sacks right there on the play. Knee kind of kind of just kind of buckles on him. He says, I'm all right, I'm good, I'm good. Very next play, drops back, nobody touches him, just goes down. Clearly a knee is an issue. Walks into the locker room to get it checked out. Josh Jacobs had his best rushing game of the season. All right. That man right there, AP, gets his first win as a head coach. Straight out of Compton right there. My man grew up a Raiders fan. Great locker room scene afterwards. There's Bill Belichick. This game was a game. I got to say, I think the commanders have a quarterback. Sam Howell's good. Sam Howell's good. I think they've got a guy. Okay. All right, Freddie Moe special. We got Vilma and Kenny Albert. This was this was a game. I was into this game. Howell gets destroyed. The offensive line is, I mean, more than most even. Like, he gets hit a lot. All right, Germany, United States, Patrick Mahomes. You going to come up and give us a show against the Dolphins? Let's get this thing cooking here. We gave Germany one of our best games. Make it a good one. It was a very exciting game, a tale of two halves, and then a sloppy, ugly ending. No one wanted this. Just the little things like that. They shit themselves in the foot, and the Dolphins lose again to a big team. The Chiefs, they never lose, guys. I, I, I keep hearing about how terrible they are, but 7-2, uh, 21-14, they get the win. The Dolphins go to 6-3, and three, also a very good record. And Stacey Dales representing the NFL with Patrick Holmes, the face of the NFL, after the win. Go ahead, Stacey. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes, you've listened to this crowd, your first time in Germany. You're a guy who has made a lot of history. What does this mean? Listen to these guys. Yeah, this was a heck of an experience. Uh, the fans were amazing. The atmosphere was awesome. Um, and it was a great football game, and I'm glad we came out with the win. We couldn't have imagined your defense is going to save the day, right? Yeah, you, you always seem to do it. What, what's going through your mind when that happens down the stretch? I mean, I could imagine it. They've done it for us all year long, and uh, people are going to recognize soon enough. Uh, we'll, we're going to keep trying to work get this offense figured out. But until then, this defense is legit. It's real, um, and everybody's going to see it. People are going to recognize soon enough. Guy across the table from me on Friday was mm. like, we're going to be talking about the Chiefs' secondary. We're going to be talking about the Chiefs' defense takeaways from that game. Yeah, I'm not one to just pat myself on the back, but let me pat myself on the back. No, this defense is legit. And I think that was kind of the feeling I was having going to this thing, that Tyreek Hill, there was going to be a plan for Tyreek Hill. Remember, Spagnuolo coached the Chiefs for all those years that Tyreek Hill was there. He coached him in practice. And it was really interesting. After the game, Trent McDuffie said the plan was to get their hands on Tyreek. And that what they did was they would watch training camp footage from two years ago when Legarius Sneed was covering Tyreek Hill in training camp. And what did he like and what didn't he like? Tyreek Hill was minimized in this game. He put up numbers, of course. That's what he does. He had eight catches for 62 yards. But consider this. That Chiefs defense went up against the number one offense in the league, the number one rushing offense in the league, and they silenced them for two quarters and then put them to bed in the second half. Here... Here's what's interesting. The Dolphins have never punted more than four times in a game. They punted seven times in this game. We talk so much about Kelsey. We talk so much about Mahomes. The story of the Chiefs season so far has been that the defense has led them and the offense has followed. Mahomes admitted as much. Trent McDuffie, Legarius Sneed, George Cardlaftis, Willie Gay, they were awesome yesterday. And if that defense can continue to do this, you know the Chiefs' offense is eventually going to get there. We'll be okay. The defense has been leading the way, and Steve Spagnuolo put on a masterpiece with those two corners containing Waddle and Hill for most of the game. They did a great job slowing down Tyreek Hill on that offense. And you have to give credit to the offense for the way they started this game. We were talking about, like, Miami's been there all week long, and the Chiefs are going to fly there Thursday night, and can the offense start fast? They opened up the game, and they were on fire. It was 7 Plays 75 yards. Mahomes was dealing, 
And before you knew it, like they're already up seven to nothing. And I think if you give this defense that kind of lead and that kind of, you know, almost give them a little bit of breathing room, all of a sudden they could play a little bit looser. But I, I was so impressed with the way they started that game. Um, offensively, they just put it right on them. And the creativity right there, Rice, they actually had to score twice right there uh, to start the yeah. game right there. But that was huge. That was a huge opening statement for Mahomes, for the Chiefs. And I thought the defense really parlayed off of it. Seven and two, going into the bye. I keep waiting for, for them to just go on this terrible losing streak. People keep telling me that it's happening. You know, this is the season of you have to have quality wins. It's this storyline we can't get away from. The Eagles aren't good. The Chiefs aren't good. I, I don't know. I turn in pretty much every week and they win. It's, we're sitting at seven and two. Do we have any doubt... That the, that the Chiefs are going to end up, I don't know, 14-3, and three, at, at worst, 13-4. and four. That's where we're headed. Maybe they'll drop a game or two, but this whole floor is going to drop out thing, I just don't see it happening. As for Miami, I love you, but you are not serious people. Here we go, succession. <laughs> okay? You're the AFC Cowboys. There's nothing wrong with that. You guys, you guys are perfect together. It, it, here's the bottom line, and if you, if you want to go any other direction, you're, you're putting your head in, in the sand. A team's above 500 that you play. You score uh, 17 points a game. Teams below 500, you score 39. That's it. This, this is not an anomaly. I wasn't buying into that thing about quality opponents early in the year, but now it's really, really has a stranglehold on you. 17 points against the good teams, 39 points against the crap teams. Like, that's all it is. It's, it's, you're, you're in a certain weight class where you seem to be bumping your head against the ceiling. It's very Cowboys-like. Maybe you'll fix it. Maybe you'll get better. But right now, you're a very good team. You're not serious people. Tell me otherwise. And in week 16, 17, and 18, they play the Cowboys, the Ravens, and the Bills. Okay. That's how their season ends. Beat some of them. Maybe they will. Who knows? Not now, though. It's just true. It's totally lopsided, their production. You know what was not lopsided yesterday was the broadcast. It was uh, was a party in Frankfurt, Germany. Uh, Stacey Dales was there, as we saw. We've already talked to Jason McCourty. Sarah Walsh is there as well. We have the three of them uh, in Frankfurt. Good afternoon to all of you. Please, uh, tee us up. Who wants to go first? Takeaways from yesterday's game. Oh, hey, fine. Jamie, yeah. we are live hey, here in Frankfurt. Look, this is what people were doing during the game yesterday, and we were working very serious business, so now it might be a little less serious. <laughs> Wait till we get to Stacey Dale's portion of this head after that. Uh, yeah. We are actually standing in Rumerberg, which my German relatives would probably be disappointed in that pronunciation, yeah. but it's considered... Yeah, there you go. It's considered Old Town Frankfurt. The building's behind us, mm. 700 years old. There's Chiefs fans, Dolphins fans still milling around. As you you guys know as you were there last year it was an electric atmosphere and look so the, the are, we, are, are we going to talk football or are you just going to give the background are we going to talk some football or what well, i thought we we're going to do some tourists you guys thing. see how uh, much beer uh, i drink a lot for you, you, you apparently yeah. i mean what are were you going guys, back in what were you guys doing i'm uh, canadian i've been killing mine too <laughs> go do you want to talk football no that's fake man that is such a <laughs> that is that was a weak sip what? not only was it weak you didn't yeah. even fake that very well that was so good Let's talk a little football. The Kansas City Chiefs, we talked to Travis Kelsey before the game, and he said Andy Reid lit a fire under us to begin the week up, and that was coming off that Broncos loss, and you saw that early on from this offense and from this team. And on top of that, Mahomes said that guys are dropping the ball, this, that, and the third. Guys, if you get open, I am firing the ball to you. And we saw that. Kelsey with only 14 yards, and they still found a way to win the game. Yeah, like we were talking coming back from that game, just how electric it was. You see a Kansas City team that doesn't score in the second half, but the play of the game for me was the Brian Cook touchdown. And Trent McDuffie had really a sensational night. His ability to to 
forced the fumble right here on Tyreek Hill. And then the ball comes out. Mike Edwards gets it. He tosses it back to Cook. And boom, 59-yard touchdown. That was sensational, Sarah. That was a game changer. Tough to go into the half right after that. And yet, Mike McDaniel, when he came out and spoke to me right after that, they were down 21-0. There was never, I stood behind Tua the entire time. There was never panic. There was never worry. There was never concern, which maybe on the flip side, you can go, okay, well, that's concerning to me. But I think one thing that's lost in this, and Jason, you and I talked about it, is how good both of these defenses were. And say the Dolphins had come back. I mean, they held Patrick Mahomes to 14 Mm -hmm. points. Both of these defenses, and I get it, it's the superstar quarterbacks, it's Mm -hmm. Travis Kelsey, it's Tyreek Hill. Lost in all of that, two really good defenses yesterday, and even in the loss, the Dolphins defense, they did a great job as well as the Chiefs. Yeah, that was the first time we got a chance to see Ramsey and Xavier Howard on the field at the same time, but they were outshadowed by the guys you just said, LeJarrius Snead, Trent McDuffie. That defense was absolutely balling. Guys, Tyreek Hill had 62 receiving yards. Real quick on LeJarrius Snead, I was talking to a couple Chiefs coaches before the game. They actually went back when he, when Tyreek Hill was still a Kansas City mm-hmm. Chief in Snead's rookie year, so 2020, and his second year, and they studied tape on those two playing against each other mm-hmm. in practice. And they were like, Snead, he's got this. And they, I thought he performed extremely well. He definitely did, and they got the win. Guys, we're sending it back to you. We're going to finish off these beers. You guys know I'm definitely down in mine, so be jealous. <laughs> yeah, Let's go. Don't be a liar. Yeah. Don't be a liar, Jason. You can now, Jason. I am proud of you. <laughs> Jason and Sarah work on it by the time the next hour comes around. Stacey okay? making Canada proud. Today. Yes. Right. Yes. Oh, Stacey. Build up again. All right. Hoser. Set your alarm. It's Sunday morning football. It's back for an encore in Frankfurt, Germany, exclusively on NFL Network. Watch with the world as the Colts face off against the Patriots. Rise, shine, watch Sunday morning, November 12th, 9:30 a.m. Eastern, only on NFL Network and streaming. I love the 9:30 kickoff. So cool. So do I. It's easy. It's an easy watch. Setting up your holiday house. Whatever you want to do. Uh, watch football. Coming up week nine. It's not over quite yet. We're going to preview tonight's matchup between the Chargers and the Jets next. You think we should have a 9.30 kickoff game even if it's an American game? Uh, every week. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I want to watch in the morning, so get up and play. It's like living in L.A. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.
Might have missed this one. Packers and Rams were going on at the early window with nine other games, and it was sloppy as all get out. And yet, Jordan Love needed a win, got a win. That's 20 to 3. Packers beat the Rams. Brett Rippon, not a game to write home about. All right, so if the Saints beat the Bears, which would be their seventh loss yesterday, if it were to happen, they would have sole possession of the NFC South in first place. So how does Derek Carr and Taysom Hill handle this? Saints 24 from Taysom. Uh, Carr thrilled, though. Uh, Bears 17. Every year we get a couple Taysom games where yeah. it's a Taysom showcase yeah. game. They're yeah. really fun. Had two in a row. He's the best. Really yeah. good last year. I want three yeah. then. Let's go. Come on. Yep. Uh, Will Selva, good morning to you out on the West Coast. Uh, we are just crossing zigzagging time zones today. What's happening? Yeah, what's going on, Jamie? Guys, hope you had a great weekend. Of course, it was quite the week for the Raiders. Antonio Pierce taking over. As interim head coach, after the firing of Josh McDaniels, the team scoring 30 points against the Giants, the most points they've scored all season to give Pierce the win in his coaching debut. Pierce saying it was a moment, of course, he will never, ever forget. First of all, like I said, uh, butterflies. I've had it three times as a professional. My first game in the NFL and the Super Bowl. And then my first game as a head coach. (laughs) That was special. But the other part that was special is the history that we made today. Black president, female, black general manager, Champ Kelly, and then obviously myself. Um, Don't take that for granted. Again, humbled by the opportunity. And when you look at it, it's just something that, you know, if it goes forever, if it doesn't, you know, for that one moment, we had that opportunity. You know, if it's the next nine games or so, whatever, let it be, but uh, very humbled. A historic moment for sure. Unfortunately, some bad news to pass along for the Eagles. NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport reporting tight end Dallas Goddard left the game with a fractured right forearm. Ian adding Goddard expected to have surgery today and will hopefully only miss the next four weeks. And Vikings head coach Kevin O'Connell saying it's feared running back Cam Akers suffered a left Achilles injury. He'll undergo an MRI today for more clarity on the injury. Akers tearing his right Achilles tendon in week one of the 2021 season. Joshua Dobbs who get the game ball handed to him and then lifted, hoisted by his new teammates after the game in the Vikings locker room. A final 31 to 28 at home in Atlanta, not far from where Josh Dobbs grew up, as we hear from him after his first win as Viking. It's like if you were taking Spanish all year I and mean, you showed up and Wednesday someone told you you got, you're taking AP Spanish and someone told you you have an AP French exam on Sunday and you got to go like execute. You know, someone's going to talk to you in, in Spanish and translate it to the French. So that's kind of like what was going on out there. It was, there was a lot of communication, but I'm able to process a lot of information and be able to react on it and not let it handcuff myself and my play. And so um, it was good. It was good to be able to hear what he was saying and as I'm processing what the defense is giving me and then go out and still play good football. That is a 4.0 GPA in aeronautical engineering from the University of Tennessee, talking about how hard it is to go from AP French to AP Spanish, (laughs) and yet he notches a win for the Vikings, has to come in. The whole Josh Dobbs jersey story, Peter, let's retell it, shall we? Because I have the 15 taped on my purple sweatshirt here, because when he was with Arizona... He was the winning quarterback. They beat the Cowboys. He went to go to the team store, and they didn't have any Dobbs jerseys yet. They had about 30 other ones. It's incredible. This whole story's right. This is his fourth team that he's been on in a calendar year, which Mm -hmm. is insane. 
Kane. Of course, he was with Cleveland, traded with eight days before the start of the season, started for Arizona, then traded to Minnesota. They didn't plan on playing him today. And you saw the footage of the guys on the sideline doing the cadence with him as he was getting ready to go in. And there's not enough hyperbole or exaggeration of how difficult it is to just step right in and play quarterback. I talked to Kevin O'Connell after the game yesterday, and I was like, this is amazing. And he's like, we only really taught him the plays for the game. Like, he doesn't have the whole playbook. It's like, here's the core basic plays of the game. The verbiage is all wrong. <laughs> and this guy just went and they scored 28 points on the road against the number six defense in the league, and they won. Our show has a little history to this. Jason McCourty is in Germany. Yeah. Josh Dobbs had already been traded to the Vikings. Here was my gift to Jason McCourty on Wednesday when he left for Germany as a goof. Here, have this piece of crap jersey. I'm laughing. I'm, I'm, I'm goofing because I'm like, this. no one's going to ever wear a Dobbs jersey again, especially Carl. No more jokes. Oh. No more jokes. No more jokes. This oh, jersey right here, it's back. It didn't go to Germany. Jason was so rude to Josh didn't Dobbs. Didn't even take it. Didn't even include it. We're going to keep the Josh Dobbs Cardinals jersey here because it's symbolic of his journey. It's symbolic of Jason McCourty not wanting it in Germany. And it's, uh, you know what, for the Vikings fan out here at the table wearing the number 15 sweatshirt, I pass it to you. Just oh, so you thank you. Well. I, didn't have, I didn't have enough of a purple Sharpie to color this <laughs> in to get the proper. This is also just like, hi, Vikings, you, you're such a generous team. Yeah. I shouldn't have to wear tape and I shouldn't be holding this. We should get some Dobbs things at the table here. It's just, it, you really cannot speak highly enough. And it was kind of a bummer that the Texans game was happening simultaneously because CJ Stroud is also due his moment. In, in the spotlight, but the Joshua Dobbs thing is, re is remarkable. There was a shot where Garrett Bradbury has to turn around. The play clock is 3-2-1. I think they were in the red zone, and he's telling him we have to snap the ball, and he just I swear, Bradbury just puts his hand down and snaps it. There was no putt. There was no hike. There was no. Uh, there was nothing. It just, the ball got snapped, and it was true pickup basketball. Speaking of pickup basketball, the escapability of this young man to keep drives alive when it was third down, fourth down. I mean, a few times he had his ankles absolutely yeah, tethered, right and he was oh, yeah. still able was to seven. break the tape. That is fourth and seven. And then he got an extra seven yards on that play, too. A remarkably bright young man and his ability to do this should not be overlooked. Yeah, I mean, amazing athletic feats right there. You mentioned the, the academic aspect of it. When he's talking about AP French and AP Italian, <laughs> and talking about speaking different languages and having a test. All right, I'm going to give you an example. Uh, offense, two offenses, all right? When I played for the Cleveland Browns, we got a play called 38 slash boss, all right? That was one way we called it. And then when I when the offense, a new offense came in, Bruce Arians came in, it was called eight slant. And then when I played for the Giants, it was called 36 slam. So it's if there's numbers involved, it can help you out. But it's all different verbiage. It's all different uh -huh. languages, different ways to call the play. For him to even call the play and call the cadence, like the, the one thing that I think people don't realize is that how different everyone's cadence can be as a quarterback. Everybody has different rhythm. There was actually a video of him on the sideline yeah. taking snaps from Garrett Bradbury. And they're teaching him, like, hey, here's how the cadence goes. It's blue 80, blue 80, set hut. Some people just go hot. Some people have a different rhythm. And there he is getting his first snaps. Sean, he didn't take a rep in practice this week. No. This wasn't Baker Mayfield. Baker it. Mayfield like, came in, and it was like, Baker, you're starting. We got to get you. With the Rams. Yeah. yeah. Jaron Hall took all the first team reps. It yeah. wasn't even like he took reps. Yep. Yeah. And so for him to get those snaps and then also not know anybody's name, like, imagine telling a tight end to get all, hey, you're off the ball. What's right. your name again? Like, and it wasn't like Jaron so Hall got knocked out at the end of the third quarter and just get us, like, it <laughs> was like almost game. instantaneous. Right. Like, yeah. What do you mean I'm going in? <laughs> what? I don't know any of these guys. Yeah. And listen, it would be a, a, a cute story if they just got got this win and whatever they're five and four mm -hmm. like they, they matter and if you want to hashtag check the schedule oh, yeah. it ain't hard like the, the Vikings thing could be real it's great that Josh Dobbs has the jersey held up and he doesn't know the players names 
if they start getting a couple of wins and they're like going to be in the playoffs with Josh Dobbs, then it's like that's the, like a Disney movie for the year. It's awesome. Happy for him. Stylistically, it actually seemed like it worked within that offense too with what he was able to do. Yeah. Really quick, two things. Dobbs admitted after the game that his stuff had just gotten into a house mm -hmm. of his in Arizona. Like mm -hmm. last week, he had mm -hmm. just unpacked. Oh, he gets traded. Now he's up there. The he, logistics. He's from 30 minutes <laughs> north of Atlanta. He had all of his family come to that game expecting him to just be sitting there and watching the sideline. Yeah. They said, we just saw him last week in Arizona, that new house. Now they go to go to Minnesota. I, I just can't. It Hope they brought him some clothes. He's yeah. got that. I don't think laundry's a problem. It's just like ridiculous. So your point, the logistics. And he's got to learn a playbook. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.